Y la cosa suena ra, y la cosa suena ra. Yellow. Can you hear me? Heck yeah, I can. Fuck, it happened right off the bat. Uh, that I can hear you? Yeah, that's well, good. That's good. It's good shit. That is good shit, man. Fucking really a. good shit. The best shit. It's like oh. a solid, but not too solid. You know, it just slides right out and it goes away. One wipe, not much there. You flush, all done. You don't have to think about it. Yeah, those are the best, man. It's been years, probably. Got to eat more oatmeal. You know what? You're probably right. I yes. eat a lot of oatmeal, and it and, really and beans um, helps keeps With everything that, working optimally. Keeps the trains running on time. Sure, exactly. Do you eat? Do you think you eat more beans or more oatmeal in a given day? On average, more oatmeal. <sighs> Only because I don't eat beans as much as I talk about beans. There are days that go by where I don't eat beans. Yeah, you don't talk about oatmeal now, that much. There's days where I don't eat oatmeal too, but I think on average I'm much more. I mean, I would say five to six mornings a week I eat oatmeal. Wow, it's almost a daily event. And yes, and the um, the uh, the the steel cut oatmeal too. None of this instant shit. Love that. No, fuck that. Yeah, that's steel cut. But you really mean it. You know, it's you take your oatmeal seriously when you got the you know tubular plastic lid on top yes. container of steel cut oats. Yep. And you're actually making them. Yep. Now we're not here to shame people because I I'm not I. You know, I rip open the little packet and put some water in it. If yeah, I'm that's fine. Hurry. That's better than nothing, for sure. It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Now, steel cut. What? Yeah. <laughs> they now, use steel blades to cut them? Like, what does it mean? It means... <laughs> I feel like I researched this and answer, I, I will fucking say, forgot. It's a bizarre nomenclature, because I feel like, who cares what you cut them with? Right, but it's the shape of the cut or some shit? It, well, it's that I think the issue is they've been nothing but steel cut. Or maybe steel is the only thing that can cut these. In essence, the oats. They're harder are just than kinda, diamonds. They're just cut. They're just like kind of cut into little pieces. That's it. The other oats, all kinds of other shit happen. Like they get rolled, um, you know, flattened out. And when you do that, like the thing in the center comes out and you're only eating like the husk flattened out. What does an oat look like? You're not like getting the whole thing. Pre-cut. You know, that's a brilliant question. I really don't know. It, is it like a uh, like a like a marijuana nug? Is it like a like an acorn? What does an oat look because like think... horses and donkeys eat oats, right? They put them in the feed bag. They strap it onto their faces. And then they yeah. just they just chew. They eat the oats. What's an oat? A I think it's oat. like if you ever let like certain grass grow. Like I don't know what a marijuana nug looks like, by the way, but just from movies, right? Like if you let grass grow tall, 
you get like that that thing on the top of it, like a head uh-huh. grows. It's a grain, you're saying. And those are the grains in there. Like wheat is in essence, it's like a wheat field. Think of like a farmer's, it's, like, I don't know. That's what I think. It's like the, it's, it's that it's, shit it's that the, grows on the top there. And somehow well, yeah. that is you good know, for making bread and oatmeal and other things. Well, you, you would presume that oats are used to make oatmeal, but not necessarily because language is weird. But that you're is saying true. the the oat, the oat is the sex part. Am I? I don't know. Maybe. I'm just thinking of things I've seen in real life and then comparing it to what I think an oat is. But I have no clue, man, what an oat is. Those are the kind of like basic questions that we just take for granted just in our modern society. Like that we're such we like... all know oats. We're throwing around the phrase oats left and right. But when it comes down to it, what is an oat? You know, we don't fucking know uh, what an oat is. I don't really know, to be honest. I have no fucking, I don't know what an oat is. I wonder if it's closer to like a hop, you know? Yeah. Or, and also like grass, well, like, like uh, a Kentucky bluegrass or a Northern Ben or whatever, the mm-hmm. fescue. It's like, th- those are rhizomes? Because I always wondered like, you know, we're fucking... We have lawns and we're cutting this grass all the time. Like it never gets to grow high enough to fruition to have the little oaty things on top, you yeah. know? Cut, mm-hmm. cut, cut, cut. So how does it stay alive? Because it's a fucking rhizome and it's doing all that nasty ass shit underground. And maybe an oat is like uh-huh. that. And then uh-huh. if you let it grow, you get the little... Uh, I'm not looking it up. I want to so bad. You get the little nodules on top, and then horses yeah. eat them. Right. Or humans do. You cut that. Well, you as long as they're cut them. with You separate steel. the wheat from the chaff, as they say. Well, wait, first wait, wait, what did you say? Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> separate the wheat from the... Chaff. Okay, I thought you said shaft. <laughs> shaft, No. I mean, okay. it is, yes. when I say shaft, to be honest, chaff. I don't know what that is either. I imagine it's like a shaft. No, it's not. Chaff. I know it's C-H-A-F-F. Okay, but you're saying, the word. you're saying shaft, I think. Like shaft versus chaff? Yeah. I'm kind of like splitting the difference. Is this, is this another episode of like Adam Corrects Brad's pronunciation of things? Probably it is. I definitely no, have those matter. issues. Ugh. Is it? No, but it's boring to point it out all the but time. But it is, yes, chaff. Wheat from the well, chaff. Biblically, you could get like the tops of the wheat shafts, you know, and they have like the bulbous little nodule thing, and you could rip them off, right, and mm-hmm. kind of rub them in your hand. And now you have your two hands cupped, and you could go... And you could blow the chaff off because it's lighter. And then what's left behind is good shit that you can make like flour from, grind it up, make flour, and then make bread from it. But the chaff is lighter and you can blow it off. Now, that doesn't work at scale, but that's like an indication of like the different densities of between the chaff and the actual wheat grains. Mm hmm. I think. Yeah. Somebody correct us. Some uh, horticulturist 
please. Yes, I bet there's some horticulturist listening to this several years in the future that could let us know what the hell we're talking about. You know who you are. <laughs> there's at least one of them <laughs> who gives us updates. Occasional feedback, which yes. I very much appreciate. Me too. Oh, me too. Now, Phyllis Diller, I still don't... Oh, I still don't know who that is because it's not the one from Alice's restaurant, right? No, it's not connected to Alice. Although that is a similar, this is a similarly uh, startling omission in your memory banks. Something I I should be aware of. Say that again? Something I should be aware of. Yeah, I would imagine that everyone would know like of our age, but you know, there's no real basis for that, except you just assume everyone is like the same as you. Right, right. But here's the thing, though. There's a little wrinkle there because apparently I've been told who Phyllis Diller is, and yet I still don't remember. Right. Well, maybe is it we. A Simpsons just... thing? No. Maybe that's how it came up. Phyllis Diller making like an appearance on the Simpsons or a Simpsons joke at her expense. She was just like a comedian from a long time ago. Okay. Like in the, I don't even know what decade, before us. 1910s, like pre-World War I. Because she was still up around on television and stuff when like we were kids. She was a frequent guest star on Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? She was very frequently on Hollywood Squares. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Cool it, cool it, cool it. When you said she's a frequent guest, oh, God, are we just doing the same? Are we having the same conversation again? Probably. You said she was a guest on Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Is that to be, not to be misconstrued with the regular Scooby-Doo? There's a separate Scooby-Doo Where Are You? Is that like the follow-up where they rebooted it? So... Oh, boy. Scooby-Doo has a lot of incarnations. And to be honest, I may... I'm probably pointing to the wrong one. Well, there's a film version that they did in like the early 2000s or I'm not even getting into that. I'm just talking about the animated stuff. That just existed was... when we were kids. There were lots just of one. different permutations of Scooby-Doo. No, just one. No. Ugh. And I believe Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, was like the original one. Um, you know, that that was the original. I think that was the original, but I don't know. Like in like the late 60s or whatever, the original Scooby-Doo cartoon was technically called Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Scooby, Scooby Doo, where are you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the but name of the show was Scooby Doo, where are you? Don't ask me really? why they went for that verbose title, but they did. But there's well, all kinds you know, of other things like the Scooby Doo <laughs> show, Scooby Doo Stars. Maybe they're all not stars. into the whole brevity thing, man. Yeah, they just weren't into that, especially back then. But but that that's what we got. Why do you let without me looking it up? You? I can't tell you anymore. But there was one of these permutations of Scooby Doo. Where they had guest stars. Phyllis Diller. 
Like, didn't you see Scooby-Doo team up with Batman and Robin or the Harlem Globetrotters? Oh, Harlem Globetrotters for sure. Yes. Yes. So there Batman was this incarnation. I, 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 now, I believe, I, I, now I'm going deep into all kinds of knowledge. This is sketchy, but there was like a, a period of time where Scooby-Doo was on like semi-prime time, not just like after school, Monday through Friday. Or Saturday morning. Or Saturday morning. Like, well, Saturday mornings. So the Monday through Friday stuff, those were old episodes that, that would even go back to like the 60s. And we were watching them in the early 80s as kids. Not it's only like a fifteen year difference. Yeah, it's not that maybe, big of a deal. Maybe right. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Be like watching something from two thousand four. Yes. Shit, exactly. I just dated it. Fuck. But yes, but that's what we had. So that was that. Then like Saturday morning, those could be like quote unquote new episodes, and you could tell they had like a more modern animation and a different sensibility. Like yeah, and it was usually something weird. Like Scooby, it was like Scooby. And Shaggy and Scrappy do, and none of the other gang. Oh, and it's like, well, why are these episodes dude. like this? It's just some other in- incarnation, you know. You know, as hard as I tried to hate Scrappy Doo, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Scrappy's like all the, right. Bringing the little baby in just to like sort of revitalize the programming, you know. And right. It's like that's a that's a tired old trope. But it's like, God damn it, despite myself, Scrappy was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Scrappy was okay. He could talk in fully comprehensible, unbroken sentences. How refreshing. Unlike his 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 uncle. I don't know what Scooby Doo was to Scrappy Doo, but yes. Let's let's not go into that too much. Although that is that is explained in a later <laughs> called Scooby Doo. Oh shit! Now what was it called? What the fuck were you the doing? The all in new Scooby Doo mysteries or something like that. I forgot what it was called. It's just from a couple years ago. They explained it, and there's a Twin Peaks crossover. But I'll leave all that aside. It's like the '80s were your own personal, like cartoonish Caligula. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like an adolescent cartoonish Caligula. It's like I have no concept of any of this shit. Now, but the reason I know that there was a Scooby-Doo and Globetrotters crossover is because two of my interests coalesced there. Basketball and cartoons. Right. right. Yeah. But they, 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 in addition to the Globetrotters, though, they also had um, Batman and Robin. Adam <laughs> West and Burt Ward from the 1960s show. Oh, the, oh yeah. As as uh, guests, they had um, Mama Cass. Holy shit! They had uh, oh, what's that guy? The guy that played Morks. Um, yes, Hunter S. Thompson. Son, what what is that guy's name? Winters, Jonathan um, Winters. Burt Bacharach. Oh, wait, Jonathan Winters. Yeah, Jonathan Winters. I know the that guy. guy who was in the Smokey and the Bandit that wasn't Burt Reynolds. He was the sheriff, right? No, not the sheriff. Oh, wait, Burt Winters, other... he was his sidekick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Burt would blonde, go ahead with the with blonde his, like, hair. Yeah, with his kick-ass car and, like, yeah. like distract all the sheriffs and shit. And then right. the other guy, Burt Winters or whoever, was driving the tractor trailer with all the coors in it. 
Yeah. Like Burt Burt Reynolds was running interference in his fast right. ass. The guy car. driving the the truck full of the stuff. The big rig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah. that guy, he was the Oh yeah guest yeah. on Scooby Doo. Yes, yes. I remember that fucking guy being an Yes. All oh, of this man. is to say there was some incarnation of Scooby Doo where they had guest stars on. And I think it was this special like prime like some like like seven PM kind of like Scooby and Friends. Seven thirty yeah, something like that. It was on like probably I'm gonna just guess, like Sundays at seven thirty and it was kinda like you know, one at like at the time like now we have these various shows that are like all ages or adult cartoons, like The Simpsons is now and was right, or Family Guy, and now they have what Bob's Burgers and some other shows that I don't I haven't watched any of those because I'm old now and I don't know what's new. I'm not with it anymore right. like I once yeah, was. Yeah, right. You once were. Yeah, but, this is like and holy Flintstones fuck. was like that too. That was a prime time cartoon show made to be for all ages to watch and laugh at. And this well, Scooby-Doo with guest stars thing, I think, was the same way. You know, without Scooby and friends, the the cores would never have arrived to the East Coast or the Ex- West Coast. Exactly. They, they got in there it. and they helped, they helped out Smokey <sighs> and the Bandit. Fuck. They helped out the Bandit, not Smokey. Smokey. Or who, was Smokey the cop? Well, Smokey's I the... I don't know. We got, yeah, Smokey. Smokey's a cop. The right, bandit so is the one doing the crimes. Right. We got a bear with a customer. All this is to say Phyllis Diller was also a guest on Scooby-Doo. But who is she? Like, primarily. She, a comedian. Who That's is it. from before our time. So I can't really talk about her, like, career or where it came from. She was just a person that was in everything. Like, again, when we were young. Like she but, was always a guest on TV shows, like like I mentioned Hollywood Squares or you know some of these other game shows that would have celebrities on. It was always Phyllis Diller was one as a standby. Phyllis Diller on Scooby Doo. Oh, it's like a daytime talk show. Who is our celebrity guest today? Phyllis Diller. She was like in my mind one of these people that's just like famous for being famous. But I'm sure she had some root to that. It was just so far before my time. I don't know it. But she is and categorized as a comedian. And that's because you think of her as being someone that's famous for being famous because whatever made her famous was before our time. Yes. But then she had like a second round of fame where she sort of cashed in on her previous fame by being in these shows that yes. cast her as a famous person she was that's just how a mainstay we, we, we don't we don't know yes. her from her original fame we know her from the second round of fame yes well not when i say we i mean the royal you know the editorial because yes. obviously I, I don't remember her right and and even now even though i've i've been like taking a lot of flack <laughs> for not knowing who she is even though i know we've discussed her before even now like you can't name a single thing that she was in besides like shit that she was in when you were alive even though she was famous because of shit that came before you were alive yeah well i mean my sense is she's not like a super a-lister right 
but she's one of these like like people. Why don't they <laughs> super A listers don't go on Hollywood school? Exactly. You know? I guess that's my point. Like who who would be an analogy to this person today? I mean, I don't know <sighs> television like that, or even like later in Bruce life. Bruce Campbell. Yes, there you go, Bruce Campbell. That's a that's a good one. Yes. Bob Odenkirk? Ah, he might be. No, yeah, not Bob. He's, he's too he's, big. Yeah, he's and too he's, big. He's now. in his heyday now. He's been a trajectory right. straight up our entire True. life. Yeah. But Bruce, Bruce Campbell's Campbell. a good one. Like, like he and Bruce Campbell has this shtick, this way of talking and delivering things. Even when he's like interviewed, he goes on the Ellen DeGeneres show. He still acts like Bruce Campbell. This kind <laughs> right. of like character, right? Phyllis yes. Diller is the same way. This kind okay. of like rude older housewife person you know complaining about the normal types of like stereotype things that people back then would you know like oh her you know her husband not putting the toilet seat up and not not being good in bed and she has to you know all this kind of i mean i don't know insult comic stuff toward yeah i don't know not sure what goes on in your household, but a husband not putting the toilet seat up is a sort of like a confusing logical conundrum Listen, for me. Up, down. It's all relative, man. It's all relative. You're going to hang me on if it's up or down, but they're really the same fucking thing. It's just two uh, sides of the same coin. I'm not hanging anybody. I promise you that. But what I, I what if your say, toilet's on the ceiling? Then you want to <laughs> make sure you put that toilet seat down. What I'm saying is, and I guarantee you we're still having the same fucking conversations is if if somebody and I'm not naming names here, if somebody's going to have like a real conundrum over whether or not the seat the seat now not the lid. Yes. There's two parts here. Right. There are two we parts. understand this. I want to make sure that we understand a toilet the same way. There's a lid. Yes. You don't sit on the lid and then go pee-pee or poo-poo. No. You put the lid up. You lift it yes. up. And I understand the up is relative. <laughs> but I think we have a similar understanding. We have to. Rel- the, the relatively seat, speaking. The lid needs to be moved, right? Needs to be moved up. Now. We can do males, females, whatever. We can do all of our business now just with the lid being up. Yes. Now, sometimes those of us who prefer to stand do it a different way, in which case we take the seat part up, which is just like a circular lip around the edges. Right. Just to provide a more comfortable landing pad. Yeah. Okay. But if if those of us who stand are going to do our business, then you you lift the lid up and mm-hmm. do that. Fine. No problem. When you're finished, put them both back down. Now, here is where I diverge from the like the zeitgeist, the the toilety zeitgeist of our culture. I'm saying it's not enough to just put the seat down. You put the fucking lid down, too, especially when you have tall animals that live in your home. Right. No, that's for sure. Constantly searching 
for things to insert into their mouths or to put their tongues on. You put the seat down and you put the motherfucking lid down. And so in contrast to what's out there culturally in sitcoms or wherever or in your mind where toilets are on the ceiling, I'm like, listen, I always put the seat down. You know what? I do you one better. I put the seat down and the lid down every time, no matter what I do. And I have to teach other people how to, like, make sure to put the fucking lid down. And everybody's all out there, like, men don't put the seat down after they go tinkle, you know? And it's like, first of all, I always put it up when I tinkle if I choose to stand. And I always put it down and the lid down afterwards. But usually, I just fucking sit. That way, it's a level playing field. There you go. How about that? How about that? That's good. See, Phyllis Diller would be all like, oh, bless you. You're the greatest man ever. That was her stick. Great. I crave her affection and understanding. Yes. I typically put the seat down, the lid down. Then I take the kind of like porcelain, for lack of a better word, like lid that's on the back of the toilet, like the tank. Yeah. I pick that up and then put that down on top of the seat. So no, it limits the unauthorized access. Yeah, but then they could just, the unauthorized access could happen into the tank then. That wouldn't be yeah, poopy but that or pee. Happen. And if that does happen, I don't care. That's clean water. That's clean water. Yeah, but that's clean water. Another issue is so, as I mentioned, my toilets are on the ceiling, right? Yes. So gravity is going to push that lid and seat open. But if I put the block on it, that weighs it down and keeps it pressed upward. I mean, it would keep the it would keep the seat and the lid pressed upward though why, why do you need the extra the extra porcelain cover well we need which, that which weight is super heavy to counteract the gravity that would that would open up the seat automatically but how are they going to get up there well is so, your house like in a constant rotation where it's like sometimes you're on the ceiling sometimes you're on the floor or some shit it's kind of, again it's all kind of relative yeah I like get it. like i'm using the terms as most people would understand them but technically I understand. there is no ceiling or floor i get what you're saying um it just kind of depends on where you want to put your feet on the up part or the down part right that is hard to understand but then, yeah, it just is what it is. I don't know. Heavier things go to the top and lighter things go to the bottom. Wherever I am. That's not always the case, though. No. Well, it's a, it's a complex, you know, set of uh, equations. You got to constantly be running. Yeah, Differentials shit. and whatnot. You're telling me, man. Now, I got these little nubs. (laughs) Fuck. You know how you find, like, you ever go around your house and you find, like, oh, whether it could be on the floor or, like, maybe on, like, a windowsill, and it's like, here's, like, 
could be like a little screw or like a little plastic, like yeah. a round plastic thing. Sure. Yeah, somebody found it. I know. Maybe those it well. was you. Maybe it was you and you forgot. Or maybe it was somebody else and it's like, I shouldn't throw this away. It looks, Im- maybe it's important. Exactly. It obviously came from somewhere. So you put it on the windowsill, right? You know right well, shit? next to where you found it, you can reconstruct things later that's on. Not all, that's not always possible, but you put it as close or you have a designated right. area where you put these types of things where it's sure. like, oh, fuck, that thing is missing. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to go look on the windowsill where we put uh, the series of misplaced ununderstandable items. So I'm going <laughs> to fuck. I took a video. I'm going to send you this video. Just all right. <laughs> just fucking watch it. And this is so f- fucking frustrating to me because I know I've seen it, but all I don't right. have a good system in place. And this here is we are. I'm looking this at is the a video. Little, this is a little fucking nub here. Oh, oh, shit. Yes, you're missing one of the nubs on your threshold there. Yeah, fuck. And Good like, luck ever getting that back. Oh, but the th- like we have these couches that are like low to the floor and we have six like mobile animals running right. around batting things, chewing them. They could be under the couches, but we do lift them up and clean them. But if we saw this little nub... Even me, like, I might see it and be like, I'll never figure out where this goes, and I'm rejecting my own philosophy here, and I might fucking throw it away. Yeah, I definitely do that sometimes. I'm like, normally I'd keep this, but I've kept literally 200 items like this. Yeah, and you've never used them again. I've never used any of them, so I'm just throwing this one out. And then the one you throw out is like, fuck, that's the one. That was the one, exactly. I mean, and this thing, this could be outside even. Oh, I know. It's so close. It could have been lawn mowed up last summer. Like, oh, God. millions of options of where this thing went. And the thing is, how do you even <laughs> research? Like, I would like to have a replacement nub <laughs> for my threshold. Right. <laughs> like, you can't. You just got to replace the whole thing. Yeah, you have to have a whole new door now. Like, all of it. Just take all those nubs off, and then it matches at least. You know what? Take the nubs off and paint the screws inside black, and then it's like, yeah, at least it all. The problem is water, and water is the most dangerous element to a home. You don't want water getting in there because eventually it'll rot. It'll take down the whole home. One yeah. nub being exposed like that will take yeah. down the entire home, given enough time. Time plus water equals devastation. Yes. Especially w- when it comes to homes. W-W, the three W's. Water Wetness. will win. Wow. Did you just come up with that? No. That's, that's, I, I, that's the gospel that's been preached to me, and now I'm preaching it here. That is truth. That is yep. fucking truth right there. Yep. On a long it, enough timeline, water that. always wins. I got that from a guy selling a water, home water mitigation system. 
to me. He was giving me a big sales pitch. He had his laptop out, his slides. He was going through them. And that was his big slide. And obviously, he was doing a good job. It made an impact on me here. This is like 15 years later. He's not wrong. The three W's. That was right there. He said it's the three W's. And there was the slide. W, W, W. And then he clicked forward each time. Water will win. Always. And I was like, fuck. Always. Fuck. I've been dealing with these gutters. They were supposed to be seamless. But Mm. we have that. You've been to my home and it has on our porch, it has that little uh, like extending. It's not functional. Well, it's not. It is functional because it covers the porch. You know, you walk down and you you enter the home and it's got the thing over there with the arched roof. Yeah. You can't. There's no. It's just empty space up there. Although now I want to go up in there. Fuck. Anyway, we got new a roof, new roof and new gutters. It's supposed to be seamless all along, but like just because I wasn't like adamant enough about it, ironically, it's like they the way that fucking shit was, they decided like they couldn't do seamless when it got to the corner to go out, extend out. Right, onto the porch, right. so they had two separate, they had one gutter on one side, and then a gutter going out to the front of that thing, and then on the other side, same thing, gutter going back to the home, and then going down to the other edge of the home, and it, like between them, again, they're supposed to be seamless, but they right. weren't, so they kind of overlap, and it's like we'll just put some like caulk in there. Right, and they just right. fucking drip down from where they're not seamless constantly. Every time it rains or snows and it melts, drip, 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 drip yeah. on our new concrete, you know, uh, stoop, I guess. Drip, drip, I drip, 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 drip. And the whole reason we did it was to get the water away from our fucking home because the gutters had been shitty for like 40 years before we moved into the home and our foundation had cracked and was like caving outwards. So it's like we got to remove the water (laughs) from like dripping near the foundation, remove it away from the home, and like we paid so much money and then they didn't even do the seamless shit and now it's drip, 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 drip. And it makes me go fucking insane. Every time it rains or the snow melts, because I hear it. I hear, it. You. I hear, I hear you. it. I see it. I feel it. I taste it. Because water will win. Yeah. Give it enough time on a long enough timeline. Water fucking wins, man. More than wind, cold, heat, all of those things are bad, but water. Well, they're all what? bad because what they do to water. Yes. Maybe not wind, but yeah. Well, maybe. Depends on which way the wind is blowing. It can blow the water up underneath your fucking shingles. Yeah. If there was no water, those other things wouldn't be so bad. They wouldn't be so bad. Or maybe not bad at all. The wind can blow shingles off without the water. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, wind is the one. You're in a hurricane. You can deal with them. You can deal with them. But the water, man. Fucking water. Um, and the thing is, what? I'm going to, like, call up 
who who do I call to find replacement nubs? Do I do I like melt some wax and drip it into there? But then you can never. What, what do I do? I wonder do if I you could three D print a new nub. I, that was exactly my thing. But then I, I don't want to buy a three D printer just for that. I do well, know no, a guy. Can... He's he's two blocks over. He could build one of these, maybe. I'd have to take one of the other nubs out. It's like, can you yeah. build one of these? Well, the hard part it would be getting a model of that original one, right? Okay, but but there's three others. I could just remove one of the other ones and give it to him, right. and then he would have to model it. Yeah, but he would have to model or Or, you know, you, you could maybe potentially 3D scan it, but <sighs> it's probably yeah. for something like this would be easier to model it, right? Use some kind of CAD program or something. Yeah, kind of, yeah. They have, have ones the that are really easy for yeah. more laymen to use to model it sure. and then print it. But you also don't yes. need a 3D printer. You can just do 3D print on demand. There's companies out there where it's just like you upload the model file, they print it and send it to you. So you still got to do the modeling, though. Yeah, you need that modeling no matter what. And now I'm doing it for what? For this one little area that I never notice except I, every day? Just like get, I, a, new, not just every get day. a new threshold. I don't leave the new home. The new home? I don't leave the home, so I don't care about a new nub. How often do I leave the home? Once every three days? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm down to leaving once every couple of weeks at this point. Well, I my I leaving has shopping. has reduced in frequency greatly. Yeah, once every three days is probably pushing it. Probably once a week, I would yeah. say. But that's grocery shopping, right? I don't know. These nubs are going to be the death of me. Deadly nubs. Is your wife, you might know her name is Christine, training dogs or children? She is training dogs right now in an adjacent okay. room. So upstairs? you probably can hear that. Is your office downstairs? My upstairs? office is downstairs. And that's that weird room is the dog training room. Yes. And I'm adjacent to that. It's all coming together. Yep. Which is cool. why sometimes when I have done this, I've been recorded from the closet. Because I'm like, well, I don't want the dog training to bleed over into the podcast. Right. But today, I was just like, fuck it. Hey, I don't mind the little dog training in the background. Yeah, it adds a little spice, a little flavor. A little spice, a little flavor, and maybe people can pick up some helpful tips and tricks. This shit isn't free, you know, so they're getting a free little yeah. add-on. Yeah. If we're, like, quiet right now, they can listen in. Yeah. Here, shh, 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 shh. All right. Well, there you go. That was good. Good, that very good. good. That was some good praising. Very good. Very good. Excellent. Thank you, Tony. Well, I guess I'll see Tony and everyone else next episode. Running around.